0: Dr. George Vithulkas has been in Cyprus recently for a seminar on alternative therapies and particularly his speciality, homeopathy. Uh, Dr. Vithulkas, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Can I ask you, first of all, how you got involved and interested in homeopathy? It was a long time ago, perhaps, but what was it that uh, made you think that this had
1: something to offer? I see, that was uh, 40 years ago, exactly, 59, and... Uh, the, what led me to homeopathy it was just reading a book on homeopathy in which I immediately found out that this was a fantastic uh, therapeutic system. And then I tried immediately to immediately find out where it was taught, such a wonderful system, and I found out that it was taught nowhere in Europe or America. Um, Then I found out, finally, it was taught in India and Mexico, and uh, I was in South Africa by this time, and I was uh, suffering with a problem myself, quite severe with my spine, and uh, immediately I started uh, studying it there, and I treated myself, and I immediately found the results, and then I treated my friends, and then, of course... uh, I went to South Africa. I followed some schools there that were very low standard at the moment, and I went uh, uh, to India because I was so excited about uh, this system. And uh, unfortunately, in India, I was also very much disappointed with the standard of teaching by that time. I'm talking about in India, it was from 63 to 66. Um, and. Uh, by 67 i returned back to greece and i started practicing and i started observing and uh, uh, the the patients and uh, the problems which i would see and i would put uh, a a lot of questions to myself because uh, uh, there were some missing links in homeopathy to make it uh, a real system of medicine and uh, eventually through all this research and studying, observation, I found out uh, quite a lot of new things which uh, were missing, actually, from the theory and practice of homeopathy.
0: It was I- invented, though, in the first place, wasn't it, by a European? It
1: seems odd that it yes. didn't really get very much acceptance initially in Europe. Yes, it was uh, actually in 1810. It was brought out by the German Samuel Hahnemann. Uh, who uh, for the first time gave it as as a system of medicine, of course, Hippocrates had said that likes are cured by likes. And he gave a very simple example. He said uh, if uh, someone has nausea in order to be cured, you need to take something which causes nausea, and so he can vomit. And as soon as he vomits the nausea stops, (laughs) and it was a very simple logic, of course, and uh, uh, he gave different other examples to support uh, this law of similars, as we call it. But it was Samuel Hahnemann of Germany which uh, formulated it as a system of medicine.
0: It's been an accepted and and increasingly it is an accepted system of medicine. I'm interested to know whether or not the original sort of arsenal of medicaments is still very much what's used today because we hear every day of course in conventional medicine of research, of new drugs, of new treatments. Does that happen in homeopathy?
1: Well, it happens to a very small degree, I would say, because the medicines that they were used uh, 200 years ago, they are still used today, actually. And, uh, of course, there is research which is going on, and some information is added either on these particular me- medications or uh, new ones. But the basic uh, information comes, actually, from this time, and is still used today, and still valid, still cures... Uh, People, because people are suffering the same way as they used to suffer by that time. And uh, homeopathy seems to be the most natural way of treating diseases, acute or chronic. Actually, I must say that last year I was uh, invited here by the Council of Europe, which uh, was the group studying alternative medicine. And we had a whole day discussions concerning the problems that the homeopathy is facing and uh, I told them how much homeopathy deserves their attention and uh, uh, that they should uh, very fast actually uh, uh, devise some laws uh, which will protect uh, the practice of this science because at this moment the field is open and everybody can enter, can say, I am homeopath or I'm a teacher, etc., etc. What I told them that we require more standards and we require that these standards are imposed by the medical authorities or the governments in order to have an improvement in the uh, teaching, in the education, and, of course, in the application of homeopathy.
0: The seminar you've attended in Cyprus was opened by the Minister of Health, which would suggest first and foremost that uh, there's a a nod of approval then from the conventional side of medicine. It's very much accepted now in Europe and uh, indeed in America. There is, for example, in England, the Royal Homeopathic Hospital. It's very respectable now. Is that going to happen in Cyprus, do you think?
1: Um, I think so there was actually uh, during the time that the the Council of Europe was here and the Minister of Health was opening the, the, the discussion that we had many uh, uh, representatives of different countries they asked uh, the Minister of Health what are you doing here in Cyprus for homeopathy and he was a little bit embarrassed uh, to say um, well, well we will try to do and I think this is um, uh, a follow-up of uh, this pressure that was uh, put already in the government by the Council of Europe. And I believe that uh, soon some measures will be taken in, in, in Cyprus to, to help uh, the spread of homeopathy. It is true, as you said, that in Europe, almost one in three persons seeks alternative therapy, and mostly out of them, mostly they seek uh, homeopathy. So it is a very important uh, element in the medical arena, which is, uh, uh, I'm sorry to say, it is quite neglected by the governments or the medical authorities or the medical schools.
0: Coming to the attitudes of conventional doctors, because it seems to me that pretty well half of them will refer to an alternative therapy and the other half don't want to know about it. Is that changing?
1: Well, it is changing, but still exists. Still, there are medical doctors that they don't want to hear about it, and they reject unfortunately, something they don't know, they have not studied, they don't know about it, and a priori, they, they reject it without examining its, their, the, its merits. We as homeopaths, we don't claim to cure everything, and we accept a part of conventional medicine, but we don't accept the overuse of chemical drugs because we we claim, and we have proofs for that, that the the side effects are devastating, long-lasting, from generation to generation. They become worse and worse. And that uh, in the West today we have developed diseases which are not known in the countries where they don't use chemical drugs like Africa, like South America, like Asia, undeveloped countries where they don't use Conventional chemical drugs—they don't have diseases like amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's disease. They don't have schizophrenia so much. They don't—they don't have neuromuscular diseases, myopathy, myasthenia, muscular dystrophy. All these diseases, which are very deep and incurable, actually by anything—even by homeopathy—is uh, the privilege in quotation marks, of the Western population, actually. Mm. So we claim that there is a connection between these serious diseases and at the same time the chemical drugs that have been uh, ingested by the Western population for the the last uh, 50 years.
0: Mm. What about the use of homeopathy in a preventative term?
1: Well, actually, homeopathy has its best... Results when the disease is starting, when the chronic diseases are starting, the beginning of chronic disease. And that is why we, we say it is the best preventive medicine, because if you bring back an organism who is entering now a new chronic state of health and you nullify that by the correct homeopathic uh, medicine, then it is actually the preventive medicine. Uh, unfortunately this has not been understood, the importance of of that fact has not been understood by the authorities
0: can I ask you finally about the attitude of the general public because they are much more receptive to all sorts of alternative therapies Um, we read about homeopathy and herbalism and other things in magazines, in newspapers it's there all over the place Mm their attitude is more receptive but does that mean that they're also seeking the over-the-counter remedies because a lot of mm-hmm. health food shops and so on have yes, remedies yes, that you can yes. buy and administer
1: at home yes. this, this is uh, one of the problems we discussed with the Council of Europe and I said well the demand from the part part of the population is becoming more and more but the population is not protected, they're going to, to use over-the-counter, they're they, they going to use any any doctor or homeopath or practitioner who says I'm a homeopath, but in actual fact, homeopathy cannot be practiced in this way, it's a science, and it requires somebody who understands the science to prescribe for the person, and to prescribe carefully, so the person, year after year, becomes better and better, not that the symptoms for a while, they just go away, because this is what... the uh, chemical drugs are doing actually suppressing for a time being the symptoms okay.
0: okay so you're talking about the holistic approach but are you saying then that over-the-counter remedies really are not a good idea not for good the
1: idea. not a good idea for homeopathy no homeopathy is a, is a very precise science i would say and we as homeopaths we have to study very carefully an organism before we touch this organism with the correct remedy all right can i
0: just touch then on the fact that you said a lot of people can set themselves up as homeopaths or alternative practitioners of any form of alternative therapy without maybe proper training or indeed sometimes any training how do i know if i approach a homeopath that he is qualified to treat me
1: absolutely this was another problem which i discussed with the council of europe i said people are not protected unless there is some authorization and some schools that are authorized and covered by the government that so the doctor or the practitioner has followed the schools, therefore there is a guarantee on the part of the of the patient that this particular person has the least possible training. But, but uh, how can I tell? But how can you tell now? It's not possible to tell now. Because anybody who will say, I'm a homeopath, uh, he will uh, have patience because the demand is quite exploding. So
0: there's no way that the uh, somebody the can I'm go and do a course and get a diploma and say, this shows that I have studied.
1: Well, there are certain courses, but who who controls the mm. standards of this courses? what is taught there in the courses? It can be taught nonsense, and still people can say, I went through this course of... Uh, of natural medicine or whatever, of homeopathy. Well, what's
0: your advice then to somebody who thinks they would like to try homeopathic remedies and treatment?
1: What do they do? At this moment, it's it's not possible to give uh, an advice. They have to go to the doctors who they practice, who they say, uh, I am a homeopath. They have to go and try Um, with them. It is not uh, possible to... uh, to make um, how can I, distinctions and and put down the names of certain people. The, the, here in, in, in Cyprus, there are some of my students also who are working, but I don't want to make advertising for certain people. They will kill me, the others, you mm-hmm. know. and uh, uh, But even then, I would say they are not properly trained. What I mean properly trained for a medical doctor, I mean five years of training, mm-hmm. actually before he can really grasp the, the the complexity of homeopathy. It is a very complex and effective system of medicine if it is practiced properly. Or and it is useless if it is practiced uh, improperly. That means it can, <laughs> it can have no effect at all, or it can cure a very serious condition, depending on the practitioner whether he will find the correct remedy for the, cor- for the particular person.
0: Finally, are you hopeful that homeopathy will get the standards you're looking for and that people will still be going to homeopaths in another 100 or 200 years?
1: <laughs> well, I have been asked these questions for, for the last uh, few years, and I always say that uh, uh, in, in, in the way things are, are going at the moment, I don't have much hope. Maybe. I will say after 50 years, maybe, but maybe there is a momentum. That means more and more people will demand, and more and more people will pressurize the, the governmental agencies to to imply force and to imply, and, and to give uh, support. So, so the whole movement uh, will take another momentum. Uh, for instance uh, uh, as you may know i have been receiving the alternative nobel Prize for nineteen sixty six and after immediately after that i was invited by the euro Parliament to meet the people and discuss with the study group on alternative therapies. i met uh, with the uh, Minister of health and I met with the president of the of the euro parliament and uh, the uh, um, uh, Minister of Health, Ken Collins, who is a personality in, in uh, actually in the Euro Parliament, he was against uh, passing a law because he could not actually uh, find out what was r- right and what was wrong because the study group could not find a way to present the issues and the problems. And when I met him, he was against. But in the fifteen minutes discussion we had, he understood that he had he had to do that, at least for medical doctors, to pass a law for the governments to give money for research on homeopathy and to promote the issues of homeopathy because he understood I was amazed how fast this man who was against homeopathy, how fast he perceived the importance of homeopathy and he actually within two months passed this uh, Euro Parliament uh, directive which is gone to the euro Parliament member to, to the countries and at this moment the, all the countries they are obliged to give some money to support the development of homeopathy so it's not looking so, so bad after it's all it's not looking so bad after all but how many can call uh, can we have how many people with open mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the different governments, people are, the lobbies, the pharmaceutical lobbies, so, so strong mm-hmm. that they, they cut down, you know, the progress at the same time. So we have, uh, I mean, I was amazed uh, with the action he took uh, and the courage he had, but uh, I don't know how many in the different governments, how many a Minister of Health can have his courage.
0: Well, we will hope. Thank you very much indeed.
1: Thank you very much.